What up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Me and the Homies podcast. I'm your host, Tayo. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. I'm super sorry that I'm super late this week. Um, I had a family emergency. I actually had a death in the family. My Uncle Harry passed. So uh, rest in peace, Uncle Harry. I'm, I'm super sorry. I'm actually nervous because that means I got to drop during on the same day as the read. And I know how I know how my followers are set up and how their followers are set up. So it's gonna be tough. Would you be mad if I listened to the read first? I know you're gonna listen to the oh. read first. And I'm sorry, y'all. The voice you're hearing uh, today, I have my homie Raven with me, who's not only my homie but she's my fiance too. So definitely a special guest. How fiance, you Fiance, manager, rapper, thug life. So as you can see, my, my my guest today is pretty extra. So um, I'm thinking we're gonna have a really good episode. I'm excited about a lot of the stuff we're talking about. Um, it's a lot of it is stuff we debate on the regular, so I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. Is there anything else to say before we get into things? Manager, let's get it, Shotty. Oh, I'm glad well, you came to that. me first. All right, well I'm, I am impressed because you you I mean you got me and the homies first with this drink. Go ahead and I mean, I mean, we've had the Duce before, but Duce is always a good thing, and it's on subject today. So who it, had the Duce? Uh, Darius brought through Duce on the very oh, first did episode. Bring so shout out to Darius. But go ahead and tell um, you know the listeners about your drink, and I'm sure you have a name that's mm-hmm. over the top. Darius didn't do it quite like this, Shotty. So <laughs> what I have today is Duce, some cran mango with a little splash of OJ, and then you just freeze it, make it a little slush. And it's called the Killer Miller. So spell Killer Miller because the way you know it. K-I-L-L-A. I thought so. Wow. M-I-L-L-A. That was a lot. Um, I do, I do, I don't think people are aware of this. And I guess I should, I mean, it's because of me. I need to post more. But I do actually blog all of the uh, drinks of the days, their ratings, and their ingredients on my host uh, website. So I'll be sure to spell it correctly on there. And I'll, I'll pub that as well. I think it should be in all caps as well. You're, I mean, just really I put mean, an emphasis for a lot. on it. But did you mm-hmm. mention it was it was like a slushy? Did you mention it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, this was impressive. I'll, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a plus, it's, plus. It's, it's melting r- rather fast, but I mean. Oh, okay, well, it took you a long time to get over here, so that's on you. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Drinker error. All right, well, I'm excited for this. The cram mango, I'm a huge mango fan, so I'm sure that'll be lit. But anyway, let's go ahead and hop into our top five. Our top five this week. And I just, I know I'm going to have another top 10. Shout out to Maya. Um, but, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. This is a really difficult topic. Um, the top five for this week are your top five TV shows of all time. And I'm ready. I mean, and okay. let's not shade Raven and Maya because we come overprepared. I mean. Giving you extra things that's a to very, think about. That's a very different way to look at it. But, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it's okay if you're cool with a minimalistic approach. I mean, I'm cool with following directions. I go, we go over and okay. Let's cool. just let's just get into your top five. Let's just All do right, that. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So in no particular order, this is us. I have to put this on here because every Tuesday I watch and I cry, and I just really have to turn my phone on Do Not Disturb to watch the Pearsons. The This Is Us writing is, is is super good, and it's, I mean, it's really good because it's not, I mean, as unique of a story as it is, I don't feel like any of it's ridiculous. Like, I feel all of it is very much possible. Like, if somebody was explaining to me that was their life, I don't think 
there's anything that's happened so far that I'd be like, hell no, that couldn't happen. That's true. And then also, doesn't it make you want to be a better person? I mean, it just, it make it makes you want to do better for people because it makes right. you, it, it's like life. It's like life how you never, I mean, you never see the other per- other person's perspective. And they do such a good job of just painting out everybody's, you know, point mm-hmm. of view and just making making things that seem ridiculous in everyday life. They do a really good job of making it make sense from that person's perspective. And yeah. so I like that. This is a succeed. I don't know if, I mean, all time, it, you know, mm-hmm. but it is all heat. Mm-hmm. It's probably my, one of my favorite shows on right now. Yeah. So I did give a variety of what's on right now and what's not. I think I did anyway. Um. So my next one that I have, Game of Thrones. Heat. Heat. So Fire. that's on my list as well. What's it called? In Game of Thrones, it took both of us three times to get into. Three times is being generous. I mean, it starts slow. Slow. Slow, slow. But with Game of Thrones, so they got ahead of the writing. Mm-hmm. And I think the writing gave it a um, a foundation for it to be a really well-developed story with really good characters that we understand and we know. And then they passed the book. And so they could get into more modern, like, action and and just taking the storylines they already had and just making it dope. We got through that in, what, we got through, what, six <laughs> Too seasons? Too short of a time. Is it six seasons? <laughs> we got through six yeah, seasons six in, like, seasons, two I months. Think. Yeah. And shout out to, um, I was about to say her whole name, but shout out to Brittany. It's one of my uh, fraternity brother's uh, wives. She was watching. She's, like, two seasons behind us. So I think like, she's, she's caught up now. I think she's you. caught up, but, I mean, we've been... We finished a little while before her. But, like, watching her, and she's just right behind us, had me hyped. Like, I wanted to start it all over again. So, now mm-hmm. I get how people watch it over and over again. And I always try and tell the homies, like, y'all need to check it out. But, you know, they just know about dragons and stuff. And they're like, I'm not going to get into it. But, I mean, it's I more realistic than power. Oh, now, now if we want to have top five worst shows. <laughs> power started so good, though, didn't it? Like, it started it so did, good. It did, but that's the thing about shows like Game of Thrones is that they're not too invested on the characters versus a storyline. Because Tommy and St. Patrick can't be out here killing. Everybody should be dead. Fuck just Right, like, too. they just can't be out here killing just heads of cartels, putting people in jail, and Still Dane Angela, slow ass. Why are they still alive? Everybody? It, like, everybody. Yeah, yeah, And then what also made me mad is, so I think we only watched the first episode and the last episode. Did we? I feel like we watched a couple more. We just were able to just stop this oh, last season. I mean, season. I fell asleep during those, so oh, you're right. okay, okay. So, but in the last episode, I was able to just, it wasn't anything. You didn't feel like you missed. I anything. I didn't miss anything. I feel like I caught it. Like I caught up on everything. And then the best part is when Angela got shot, and then Courtney Kemp's ass go talk about, oh, she's Who not does dead. That? Who undermines their own finale? Like you have no anticipation but now. I'm like, damn, she could at least say it a couple months from now. And I mean, the next day, my guy. I just the character development just doesn't make sense. Like, how did we go from season one with Tasha? literally telling ghosts he couldn't get out the game to now where like you only want to mess with a nigga that's out the game like it's just and i mean it's ridiculous you, the worst part of that is like you cannot tell me that tommy's sitting right there with a gun in his pocket and a lot of look at him looking at him 
and can't tell that he's about to pull out a damn gun. Oh, and then all of a sudden, I mean. Then all of a sudden, he could just put it back. I've hit a ring from you, and it wasn't much more to it than that. So I feel like that's not ridiculous. It wasn't. Was it like that? I mean, no, you I had dropped, it in the closet. No, no, no. When we were on the way to where we to where I proposed, I dropped the ring in the car. I oh, dropped the ring again getting outside. That's why, like, I mean, I mean, if her if her attention to her surroundings is about like yours, that part <laughs> might be realistic. <laughs> but a ring box versus a gun is kind of. I different. guess that is different. Yeah, don't come for me. I did interrupt you though. My bad. Where were you on your top five? Was it like two? Did you say? Well, oh yeah. So we. So had, my next one is girlfriend. Hold on, give me give me what you got so far. You got. This is a. This is a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Girlfriends. Girlfriends. My girlfriends. I mean, William not being gay was really a shocker to me. But girlfriends, my mom loved that show. That's about all I got for you. <laughs> Everybody loved that show yeah. with Joan and Maya and Tony. It, it wasn't for me. And Lynn, I just loved it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the demographic, so. I mean, it was a cool show, though. Yeah. They gave you, like, every perspective. that Not every perspective, but a variety of things that women can go through. Like, the single mom, the lawyer. Yeah. Lynn's bum ass. Like, they just gave you a lot of different things. Lynn was, like, the free spirit. Free spirit and homeless. Um. I mean, I feel like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. But yeah, I just love that show. It's funny. So, girlfriends, what else? Blackish. Okay. Uh, Blackish is good, but I mean, it's not my. So, I mean, is that. That's not like. I guess you already have a few other sitcoms, but it's just not high enough on my sitcom list to be in my top five. Mm. I just love it. I think they give us real issues and then they give it. It's a nice, wholesome show that you could watch with anybody in your family. And I feel like TV needs more of that instead of Black-ish, all this wildness. Blackish just makes me aware that while I enjoy shows like, um, you know, sitcoms from the 90s, I would love them that much there. If I, I mean, that much more if I was an adult to be able to empathize more with the things that they were going, you know, going through on the show or experiencing. Like, on This Is Us, when they're talking about, um, I guess, the um, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I can identify with that as an adult who's completely aware of what's going on and and understand everything about it. It's not something I'm just reading about or, you know, I've seen in pop culture. But if you go back and they're talking about the Rodney King beating on, you know, uh, a show, I don't know, a random sitcom from the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, I know about it, but I didn't like you don't exp- connect with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't connect with experience. it. And that's what Blackish reminds me of. But I do like Blackish. That should be coming back any day now. Yes. Um, I think in a couple of weeks on Tuesday. Well, that's heat. What you got next? A different world. Okay. I mean, it was stolen, but that's fine. You know, I, I mean, we don't have to put details out here. Yeah. I don't want to judge you. It's on my list. Okay. Heat. It's taken all of me not to um, mimic Aretha Franklin. Singing a different world. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> like, yes, it is now. Oh, Here's okay. our chance to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was Aretha Franklin until she passed away. Damn. <laughs> you knew that the whole time? Duh. Oh. Who else is 
that extra. <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was just like, I mean, I feel like you can go to thousands of uh, black Baptist churches in the South on any given Sunday and hear just that. Like, I don't think that's. Ooh, isn't that the worst? Some, like, no, sometimes, sometimes it's good and then sometimes you're like, as long as that, I don't like, I don't like in the, when the old people in the church sing the Lord's Prayer and it's like Ooh. opera. That's, that's probably the only. I don't like that. Yeah, that's literally probably the only, like, black Southern Baptist gospel song I'm not trying to hear. Like, other than that, rock out, uh, Auntie. <laughs> I'm here for it. Mm-mm. It's kind of like a sermon that we heard the other day when the preacher was like, I'm going to just wrap this up. I'm going to just wrap this up. And he said it seven times, and it's like, okay, my guy, can you wrap it up? During the sermon, sometimes, I'm annoyed, but not when, it, when they sing it. But that's how I feel sometimes with singing, like, girl, you just... Mm-hmm. Wrap it up, boo. Honestly, if I could go to church for an hour of singing, offering, <laughs> like a scripture reading, mm-hmm. prayer and close, that would be my ideal service. Yeah, I can see that. I just, I'm talking about like when they get carried away on one song. I'm but free. yeah, I can see it. That's a cool concept. I mean, it's probably not. You probably should hear <laughs> an actual message, but I'm just being real. <laughs> Was that five? That was five. So where's the rest of the list? I know there's more. Mm. I won't judge you, though, because I have a few honorable mentions today, but I have a few. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to start out with my homies on my honorable mentions. Who? Sophia, Blanche, Dorothy, Rose. They're young. At heart. (laughs) That's Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Okay, yeah. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> the show is absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's no I reason love for that them to show. Do it. It's funny, but I would never turn the television oh on. Oh my watch that. gosh! A Saturday, just chilling in my moo watching the Golden Girls. Well, life. I given. mean, the biggest issue in that statement was the moo That's a problem. You understand that, right? I don't understand why it's a problem. That's a bigger problem. We can just move on. Okay. It's slang, really. Whatever. Another honorable mention, all of TGIT, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, especially Grey's Anatomy because it's been on for 30 seasons. But I appreciate Shonda Rhimes and her writing and how she always tries to bring diversity to her cast and her shows. You just lifted, listed four shows outside of your top five. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It was Keep, three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Can I continue? I mean, I don't think anything has stopped you this far, so go ahead. And then I love Insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's an honorable mention. And then I feel like to just be well-rounded, I have to note my uh, reality TV shows that come on Bravo. And then, you know. Which, uh, what are your, go ahead and list your reality TV shows that come on Bravo. Because I have a gripe, a recent gripe about one of them. Oh, Lord. Married to Medicine and Real Housewives Pause. of Atlanta. No, right through. I mean, I, the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta is just trash. I'm not even going to go into that. Mm. But Married to Medicine. I, on one of my first episodes, I mean, you talked about it afterwards. Um, we talked about uh, just why it was ridiculous for, you know, Bravo to just be constantly shitting on the black image. And now we have the doctors in our community and they're on, really be, on there being on the messy. Image, really. I mean... I feel like they're shitting on the black image. I mean, you have the doctors, which is one of the most prestigious professions in mm-hmm. our, you know, society, 
and you got on there, got them on there just looking bad. Like, I mean, any way you spin it, they look bad. But that's neither here nor there. We've already discussed that. I don't think they look bad. I think they just look like normal people. Uh, I mean, okay. What, um, who would you say is the most, um, reasonable and like understanding, just probably the most ideal character or person on there? I would say Dr. Jackie is the most reasonable person, How? but she's not my favorite. On no, the no, 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 that's fine. I okay. just want him reasonable because, uh, me and Woods were talking about, like, um, Jay Woods were talking about it recently and ha- I mean, the show affects her profession. Have you seen her reviews as a doctor? Mm-mm. I mean, they're awful. Like, people are talking about how, you know, as a patient, they'll come, you know, because she she's an OBGYN, right? Yeah, you looked up her reviews? Well, I didn't look up her reviews. Wood sent me her reviews. And they were terrible. I mean, granted, people go on reviews typically to shit on people. Yeah, I don't but really they were trust just saying, reviews, though. I mean, reviews in general aren't really accurate. But it just, I mean... From what the review says, it just doesn't seem like that whole career is positively affecting her actual practice. Mm. And she's the doctor I would think would be, you know, the most responsible. And I mean, like, people were listing out multiple times they felt neglected. Her office, like, once they realized she was, they weren't celebrities, they didn't care about them. Like, they said it's very much show heavy. Like, her time, she's really too busy for, you know, to be you know, available for people and things like that. I mean, it's in the reviews. You know, take it how you will. I don't know if I believe that, though. I mean, what would people gain from lying in reviews? But typically when you have a review, like, typically when you review things, you're not doing it because it was just so great. You're doing it because you have an attitude about something or it was a negative experience. It's never usually you rating because you appreciated everything. That's true. Because how true. many times have been like, oh, my gosh, that's fired and just came home and just not thought nothing of it. But it has to be exceptionally bad, I feel like, to actually go. Well, I guess that depends on the person. Because I've had some pretty bad service and never wanted to go and review it. But I feel like with some people, because it's healthcare, they're like, this is important enough to where I have to go and, you know, leave a review or something. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, in the first couple of seasons, her marriage was failing because she spent so much time at the hospital and spent so much time in her practice and charting and with her patients and things like that. So I don't know. I guess. I mean, I'm I, not I trying mean, to be more on or TV. less, I just don't like it. So I was just finding a reason to complain, but you a hater. Whatever. But my favorite is Miss Quad. Uh, Quad, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Quad. Quad. She got it. She got it. Okay. What's called? Well, you like Quad for other reasons, but hey, we're here. <laughs> is that the end of your list? No. Sure. Oh, no. Yeah. You got more. Go ahead. I mean, we're already at 15. <laughs> oh, Sex in the City. 16. Okay. I don't know anything about oh, Sex in the I City. Oh, I love Sex in the City. I guess. Well, for my top five, and this isn't in order or anything, but number one, I got The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, That's heat. Did you even finish The Wire? I mean, the seasons I saw were heat. <laughs> Number two. There's, okay, so there is one season of The Wire that's hard to get through. So you have to finish it. three. It's and then the, after I, that, it gets better. When With the docs, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, so it's hard to get through initially, but once you see the whole um, series, mm-hmm. you really understand where the docs fit in and the um, 
and how it has an important role in the overall story. And when you go back and watch The Wire again, it's not that bad. You Mm -hmm. actually are, like, more, like, now you're invested this time. The first time you struggle through it, and then the second time you're, like, trying to pay attention and see, oh, this is when this happened. I mean, it's pretty cool from from my perspective. But two, I got Game of Thrones. Like, man, we already said that's heat. Mm, What a copycat. Whatever. Three, Law & Order SVU. I mean, that's just the... That's the TV that you feel... That's the show that you feel like you never... You never take time out of the day to watch. Mm -hmm. But if it comes on, you're going to end up sitting down and watching it. And then you look up and your whole Saturday is gone. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a marathon. (laughs) It ain't never... Always. It ain't never just one episode of Law & Order SVU. Right. It's always going to be at least five of them hoes. I don't even know what station it comes on. I don't know when the new episodes premiere. But it's always a... Your day, I mean, your day is really just gone to shit until they finally try and what they do is they try and ease in that criminal intent. I don't want to see this shit. (laughs) That's what happens. That's the, that's what makes you get up because you've been sitting there watching it all day, especially because you know, one of them you're going to already see, uh, already have seen before, but they're going to ease in one in one. They're going to try and transition in that criminal intent. And I'm like, nah, I'm sure. Or what's that other show that's not even law and order, but, um, I don't know. It's It's not law and order. It's not law and order. I mean, I don't even know what they're trying to do. Greg watches it. It's, um, I don't remember. With Shamar Moore? No, no, I like Criminal Minds. That's Criminal Minds. But it's another one where they're like, it's like some weird um, gothic girl in the lab. Um, um, NCIS? Is that it? N-C-S-I? Trash. N- whatever, Trash. No, I, it might be NCIS. I think it's NCIS. That show is terrible. I don't know. I, I haven't watched that. Awful. But, uh. <laughs> After Law and Order SVU, I got a different world like we talked about. And then my yes, number five. it is now. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is a show that I almost, like, forgot, you know, to even think about. But I'm so happy I did because it was super important in my childhood. But that's 106 in Park. Oh, I didn't think about 106 Yeah, 106 in Park. Park. I mean. Just with free energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After I mean, that, it got Dramatically slow. Jaleesa wasn't terrible. Yes, the fuck she was. Really? You feel like Jaleesa mm-hmm. was terrible? Yes, I was like, Jaleesa, please go home. I think it was funny when she got like implants in the middle of like. Yes, in like the middle of it. Like she went on vacation or something. It just it popped came up with back. them. Like, it, I was like, this is a terrible <laughs> transition. This is not good. But it just, I'm, like with Free and AJ, it just felt like the homies and more real. With it, everybody else, it just seemed like everybody was trying too hard. Free and AJ never actually dating is one of the craziest, like... Craziest things. Like, I just never... I mean, I just feel like people lied to us for years. Like, I mean, it's just... I, mean, I They're just trying to steal their show, probably. I, I mean, in today, when you can't hide anything with social mm-hmm. media and people and cameras, I bet they were dating. Like, I bet it would come out if their show was on today. Oh, they probably would have said something if they were really dating. You don't think? No. Wouldn't she... Wouldn't one of them married... AJ, he was married well, I mean, the whole time. He probably wasn't going to say anything. I don't know if I was his wife, but I had to pop up on set. I mean, they claim to just be friends, but you can say the same thing about, um, well, I guess you don't really get that from Mike and Jamel. Um, yeah, you don't they watch. seem more like friends, though. Oh, okay, you do watch. Um, watch is strong, I've seen. Yeah, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, they don't really come off like that, but yeah, they do give you their friends vibe more than AJ and Free did. But that's my top five. And then my honorable mentions are my, like, mm. goat sitcoms this list got long, outside a different world. It, it, I only have two, and they're tied for, like, mm-hmm, six. And mm-hmm. that's because I go back and forth on which one I, I mean, like more. That's Martin and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ah. I mean, 
it's incredible that you think you can awe and be like disappointed that you forgot things. You named a top twenty. Yeah. That you it's just not it's not your favorite. Okay, um I love Martin though. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the show earlier, Insecure. Mm-hmm. I mean now we're doing, we're gonna that's the end of the top five, but I wanna go into Insecure because I haven't got to talk about the season finale. I know it's a, it's a couple weeks old now, but I mean... But I'm still disappointed. I mean, like, that was just I'm awful. I'm still a little irritated. Because that just seemed like a regular episode, and you didn't know it was the finale, I had no right? clue until you mentioned it. I would have tuned in next week expecting <laughs> something more. Because it just seemed basic. And then I knew it was the finale, and I'm sitting here like, so what's going to happen to make me, like, where's the cliffhanger? I mean, the cliffhanger wasn't even, like... I mean, the cliffhanger is it's not a cliffhanger. It's just, you know, we're sitting there. We're we're watch, We're like sitting on the edge of the cliff. We're not hanging. We're not nervous. Like, we just see, oh, okay, something's about to change here. But shout out to Lawrence. I was very nervous. That mm-hmm. was the only thing about the finale that I approved of. I was very nervous. He is about to fall back into that toxic, 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 toxic relationship <laughs> with Issa. You know, she needs to get her shit together. Okay, Lawrence Hive. Lawrence Hive, you know, through and oh, through. OMG. No, Issa does need to get her shit together. Yeah. But Lawrence, too. No, nah, I'm going to Lawrence um, is straight. STDs? Nah, fam. You need to get that shit together. Quit. He was a hoe. I mean, okay, let's be realistic. Based on the numbers, we just are lucky that we start dating, like, at a younger age. Like, if we were really out here live, like, we have friends who are going to get STDs. Like, I mean, they're never going to be like, yeah, I'm burning. Yeah, but I just feel like, also, we should be smart. It's 2018. I mean, Wrap shit it on happens. Up, Lawrence. Wrap I mean, it's not ridiculous. But to the point where you don't even know if you slip with a girl, that is top whole criteria. You're being judgmental. You need to work. That's not cool. That's not judgmental. He a hoe. He's, I mean, hoe is strong. I mean, he went through a whole phase. Issa did the same thing. She did. Also, I just don't think that Issa need to be dang with the credit score of 400. I mean, she doesn't need to be doing anything. Like She need to be working. Personal, you know, just taking some personal time to work on and herself. Just, right, because baby. Yeah, that's a, anything in a four hundred. You need to just stay at home. But I mean, she needs to step there. it up. She needs to step it up. But I mean, Issa D needs to step it up on the show. But Issa Rae got to She's got to really go to HBO and fight. Because I mean, for her demographic, there's nothing else on HBO that brings in the numbers that she brings in. Like, there's no yeah. way... Especially for the show to still be fucking 30 minutes That's long. what I'm saying. 30 minutes and eight episodes. That's like, ridiculous. Like, that's we, a web... That's like a web series. Right. It's like she could have... We are so excited for it to start all summer. And then before we know it, it's over. And, and the, that's all we was looking towards. I mean, towards it's him. ridiculous. And all the awards and stuff, is it's one. Like, I feel like... I'm not going to be like Joe Budden and get on here and act like I really know the business. Not that he doesn't, but I'm saying I don't. But mm-hmm. it just seems like from, you know, where I'm sitting, with that a show that's successful, you should be able to argue, you know, hey, can I get 45 fucking minutes? Or, hey. An hour. Hey, can I can I get 10 episodes? Like, I mean, I feel like 12 or north of 10 is really, you know, the position she should be in. Right. But you can't get 10 episodes? Damn. Especially because there's other shows on HBO that I watch, but I know it doesn't have the strong following that I mean, her show does. Well, let's slow down. It's, I mean, Game of Thrones and, no, like, their hard No, not Game hitters. of Thrones, but, like, Divorce. Nobody else watches that probably but me. And middle-aged white women. Mm. Mm. I mean, okay. I'm just All being right. real. Okay. We'll see. If somebody, you know, attacks me for 
you know, somebody, saying that. I hope somebody attacks you. I'm confident that you, you know, even if you women. haven't seen the show, just attack Blake, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, but it's a good show. It's funny and it gives it divorce. Like it's a whole different perspective. All of it. But I know it doesn't have the following that insecure insecure does. Yeah. Because well, again, I know I'm the only person that watches it that probably listens to this podcast. Because I don't have a lot of middle aged white listeners. Okay, we didn't need the details. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Oh, but since we're here, what? I don't like that Nathan nigga. You can't trust Who is oh the uh um, You can't trust him. That's the junk that disappeared for a minute, mm-hmm. right? Well, he was I mean, in jail, got a baby mama. I don't think he's in jail. I think some... he has manic depression. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, so I think, like we said, it's only eight episodes. So I assume this is like a course of a month. If you were dating somebody and you were manic depressive and you really liked them, that's a big conversation to have to try and tell them, like, you know, I have a lot going on and not be afraid that they're going to, like, run away or That's judge true. you but also at the same time if we were only dating for a month and you ghosted me for a week and a half a week and a half that's kind of ridiculous like um, you're an adult a week and a half apart is not the oh how many weeks are in a month i mean four where like, you just can't answer the phone nothing i was going through some stuff okay well just that's all you had to say that's what he said he said it too late. He should have said it before, ahead of time. I mean, I guess, but just move on. It ain't that deep, and she just really hurt. And I'm like, girl, just the next one, boo. I mean, she was. I mean, she was okay. I understand that she was definitely in a like a a vulnerable time, and so him ghosting her like did hurt a lot. But whatever. I'm really interested on the show. I want them to either do. I mean, I think a spinoff is too early. But I want them to focus more on Kelly and Tiffany. I love Kelly and Kelly's Tiffany. Kelly's the best character on the show. Every time they're, yeah. Every time they come on, I'm just dying laughing. Always. Especially that Coachella episode with Kelly. I mean, that was ridiculous. We had to pause it because I was crying. What's funny <laughs> is that both of them are so far removed they're from their so characters in, in person. Yes. To or see in real life, Amanda rather. Seals play this elitist character it's hilarious but to see kelly play like a ghetto character well she's not even ghetto like kelly's ghetto as fuck okay like ghetto tendencies no she's ghetto yeah as hell. yeah you're right because <laughs> yeah she is she yeah but it's just funny to see that and then like on the wind dash she's like right so guys <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it yeah kelly is dope but um I don't want to forget this. So I'm going to go ahead and do this now. I want to shout out Liz. Uh, that's the family. She uh, <laughs> she was the only person, I think, to send in topics when we requested them last time. She's constantly on the grind. Yes. I am super struggling trying to run the my personal social media and the podcast social media. And Liz has 100 social media. 100 social media. She has so many businesses. 100 businesses. If you want anything from a hat. If you want anything. Just, yeah, <laughs> a hat to custom design work. I mean, to literally a promotion. You know, she got you. Uh, I'm not. I can't drop all of the businesses' pages just because I literally will mess them up or forget something. But if you follow her personal page, you'll definitely be able to get to um, her graphic design work. And she also runs a like online 
thrifting boutique that's super dope and mm-hmm. does custom artwork. Like you can anything, literally anything you need, you can hit her up. And her um her personal Instagram is um or her personal social media, I believe in general is at verified Sharon. Um and Sharon I mean, I hope you know how to spell verified. <laughs> and Sharon is S H E R R O N. So yeah, definitely check out Liz. But she said that we should talk about well, number the first topic she said was the WWE. I don't I don't Baby, I don't know anything about the WWE anymore. Man, like I I I was a huge fan. I wish I knew what was going on. I thought she was talking about MMA. And, and I thought she, I'll have one up on somebody finally. I was like, You mean the MMA baby? She was like, No, the Undertaker. I was, I was like, like, Oh, shit. Mm. Well, just when I thought I was ahead in sports. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> but so we're going to leave that alone. She had the do's and don'ts of homecoming. Do you have any like quick do's and don'ts for homecoming? Don't ask to stay here. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> you just told everybody no. I understand. All right. Uh, That's my only. Well, I guess that was a message. You understand that like hood is, is no, for sure. no, 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 no. Um, And when I say that, I mean like close people that we like rock with can stay here like i don't care about that like i love our friends if you didn't talk to them since they were since last homecoming my nigga don't talk to me today (laughs) about can you stay here no (laughs) me nor bravo like strangers (laughs) i understand understand. bravo's our dog by the way if you didn't know i feel like i've I've mentioned bravo before but whatever um he said it's past his curfew it's always past his curfew all he does is sleep sleep and pee on people he's in the middle of our bed is he really Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Well, um, you said you wanted to talk about work. What did you have something going happen at work? Because I had I had a pretty eventful thing happen at work earlier this week, and I didn't tell you because I wanted to say it for the podcast. But you can go first because mine is huge. Today I almost cut somebody out. Oh no, it was mine, yesterday. Mine is very different from that. <laughs> What's going? I have never met people so damn nasty. What happened in my whole entire life? What happened? This grown ass man, like, was farting all the way from his cubicle to the bathroom. I mean, he was trying to get to where he was supposed to be. He had, it seems like he had a lot going on. He should have got there earlier. I didn't need that negativity in my life. Have you never had gas? Yeah, I have. Sometimes you don't feel it coming. I mean, shit. He felt that. He had to feel it in his soul. That's so embarrassing. Also, the person who came up behind, like, after him, so he was in there for a long time, and he came out, and somebody else was, like, trying to get to the bathroom. He was like, oh, I'm just warning you. It's it's a little rough in there. He said what? I'm just warning you. It's a little rough in there. <laughs> Is that how his voice was? <laughs> and I turned around like, nigga, you had to do, like, why would you say that? Like, I'm right here. Why would you do like that? Is nasty. I mean, the so your desk is right by the bathroom. Yes, that's trash. Oh my gosh! So we move floors at work, and yes, I'm the closest to the bathroom, and people are just so fucking nasty. Is there no like argument for, um, like me to move? move? Yeah, no. we have to pay to move. What do you mean? You're you're. I don't believe you. We do. We have to pay to move cubicles at work like so if you're like hey this desk you know isn't working for me i would rather be 
closer to some of my um they have to pay to move us and we have oh extra. so like the department has to pay for you to yeah yeah i'm not paying yeah Fuck that's how that. i thought you were saying it i was like that's ridiculous <laughs> no 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 and then like if we have extra cubicles at work or something so right now we have extra cubicles and they wanted to wanted them taken down they're like you have to pay to take them down so what and are you if paying, you have like, extra people you're gonna have to pay to put them back up so what are you paying like the cost of maintenance and it to like handle that yeah I mean, it's ridiculous. It's all the same company, but I, I guess... I didn't get that shit either. Like, don't they get paid hourly? I guess everybody probably has a budget, and they're saying that we're not using our budget for your shit. Yeah. Also, some things that annoy me at work that I'm glad I'm here talking to the masses about. <laughs> what? I need people to go to the restroom and blow their fucking nose. You also Do not had, do that at the cubicle. So that's ridiculous. But you also had people uh, clipping their nails at the desk, too. It worked, yes. right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And all somebody was clipping their nails. Dude started farting. And then the next person was, like, running to the bathroom. Like, oh, don't go in there. All in, like, 10 minutes. You and mean, I was like, bro, like, I mean, it if really I sound, just turn around and just yell out, who raised you? Then I'm going to be the one in the wrong. I mean, it sounds like you need noise-canceling headphones. Like. I sure do. Yeah, you probably should invest in no, that. No, I really just need people to have some kind of etiquette. I mean, these people are middle-aged. I mean, they are who they are at this point. Yeah, and then I work within IT, too, so it's like they have, like, no social cues. Some of them. Yeah. Well, you know, well, speaking of work, one thing that's funny is, um, let me see, how do I work this without having to deal with it later on? Um, have you ever just seen conversations or blogs about people talking about like listening to their girlfriends talk about work <laughs> you I and how we're always the ones in the wrong and you like you're just in there listening like yep she's wrong she's wrong we had a conversation and this isn't what i was excited about i'll get to that in a second but we had a conversation at work about just like you know listening to your uh well their wives my fiance about um work and then one guy was like yeah i mean she um she didn't give me what I asked for for my birthday. So I took the, <laughs> he was like, so, I mean, I just took the leap of faith and, you know, I told her she was wrong about work. Like she was, she was being ridiculous. And I um, told her she was wrong. And he was like, that connects. I mean, he felt very like achieved. He just was like, yeah, I got her. He really wanted something for his birthday. I mean, that really hurts y'all. Cause I've definitely, you know, I won't say it's a mistake. Cause I feel like I'm trying to help you, but I've definitely been the person to be like, yeah, you were wrong. You always tell me when I'm wrong. But y'all be really hurt by that. Nigga, y'all be women in general, apparently. I mean, I only really know from you. But I've heard like y'all really be hurt by that. You be I upset. Think that, you think so? You be so mad. Like, what? <laughs> but sometimes You okay. can't never just listen. No, okay, so that's different. I feel like sometimes I just want to vent to you. I don't want your feedback. I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm just letting you know why I'm upset. So what, so what is the, like, what's the correct response to that? Okay. I guess I just need to tell your ass, look, I'm venting. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't that, need you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. I don't care. That's definitely the I don't want to take the high a road. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> a warning would definitely be what, you know, you should have right there. But, I mean, that's just a small, you know, tension that I want to. What's important? What happened this week? For those of you who haven't, you know, been following at my job, there's no black people under 30. Like, this just doesn't exist. <laughs> we, oh, hired, yeah. we hired a guy. I already know him, and I'll tell you who he is off air. I just don't want to run his trap out. Like, I don't know if he wants people knowing. You know, he just came up and got a little, you know, a pretty good job. 
But we got a black guy under 30. Okay. It's lit. And he's like a cool yeah. person. That's crazy. I just realized I am the only black person under 30. In my yeah, it's, it's really depressing. But I mean, I'm really I'm really in a, a conflicted, you know, spot because I'm trying not to come on too strong. Like, he, he has So to, you don't want to go into work like, my nigga. I mean, he's my work best friend and he doesn't <laughs> know it yet. Like, we know each other. I'm, I'm closer to somebody he's associated with. But I mean, he's like... For sure, my work best friend. Like, I hit you up the other day. I was like, we probably going to have to ask somebody to the wedding guest list because, I mean, he's my mm. work best friend now. Like, okay, well, let's calm down on that. I mean, it's lit. I'm so excited. I'm trying not to come on too strong. Like, you know, <laughs> I just came by the day. I was like, yeah, what's up, bro? So you have a real-life bromance. I mean. It is brewing. In, anytime in life anybody <laughs> has ever suggested a bromance, I'd be like, that's ridiculous. Hell no. But that's, today is that's real. That's accurate. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, you have no clue, Ray. <laughs> And I mean, the, I mean, of course, work responded like any, you know, all white small town office. They oh were like, gosh. oh, you got a twin. And when I tell you who he is, I mean, it's ridiculous. But I mean, it's just like, you know, it's fine. Somebody else is here to share that with me. Um, hold on. We're going to have to pause this. No, 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 no I can't tell you. I can't. I could be pissed. It's, it's, so it's to the point where if you saw us, you would never think that we looked alike. But if somebody was like, oh, yeah, they're brothers, you wouldn't like just be like, hell no, there's no way. But I mean... I thought that was your twin. Like, I'm probably, like, it's I, I not I bet close. you it's not. I bet you there's no way. Yeah, but either way, I'm super excited That's about cute. that. That's cute. I'm happy for your bromance. I'm so excited, bro. Like, I really appreciate Like, you're making fun of me, Why don't but you I bring really him, appreciate like, it. cookies in the morning? So you're still making fun of me. No, I mean, I'm not going to take him cookies. I'm but to help you. You're joking, but I'm being serious. Bring like, I'm really, for game night. I'm really focused on not being too ridiculous. It's like freaking him out. So you don't want to invite him to game night? Bro, I'm so hyped and you playing games. I'm trying to help you in your bromance. Either way, I mean, it's whatever. It's lit. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy for you, babe. I'm laughing as I because there's no like better. No, let me scratch that. It's an awesome feeling to have someone to like as your vice or whatever at work. So I'm happy for you. Do you know when we go out for lunch, we talk about like shit that you don't care about. Shit that I couldn't care. Like oh. I just sit there and I just look at my food. I'm like. Let me sit here eating this unseasoned ass food because y'all swear this diner it. is so good. Oh, and gosh, I'm just stuck here worst. talking about fucking tractors. Um, and just hoping salt and, and, and let me not say that because fall out I have sky. I have bonded with a lot of like a lot of my coworkers. But I would I mean, I can never just be like, Yeah, that Cat Williams and Kevin Hart shit was crazy. Or that like you can never talk about something that you would talk about on your podcast. At work, or yeah, like my one coworker who listens to music that I um that I kind of listen to, like he last week he was like, yeah, did you hear that new Logic? I was like, no, nah, I've been on that Wayne. He was like, oh no, I haven't. I don't think I'll give that a listen. <laughs> you know, I had to just like mid conversation, <laughs> mid conversation, I just put on my headphones. I was like, right, I was so irritated. You. But I mean, that's I mean, I don't know. I'm ecstatic. I can't like outside of a raise, this is probably the best thing that happened you know ever to me at work. Congratulations, baby. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm ecstatic. But um, as I look to my left, I see our stack of wedding planning stuff, and so <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to know how you felt about the wedding planning process so far. Every other day, I still want to elope. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely hard. Some days it's fun, and then some days it's like, ah, fuck that. Yeah, I feel you on that. But I mean, some parts of it, I just never. So the thing about a wedding plan is nothing you have experience with unless you've been somebody's, I guess, bridesmaid or groomsman or something. Yeah. So, I mean, 
some of it is just compl- like stuff I would never think about. Like we did the registry the other day. Oh, that registry event was fun as hell. That shit is lit. I don't care anything else really, but the registry event was. It's fun literally as hell. a shopping spree. We had I a mean, shopping spree, and they were giving us stuff, and they gave us food. Do Nick and shop off registries though? Like, are we gonna get any of that stuff? Okay, if you're listening to this, shop off our registry. It's pretty dope. Um, let us know if you need the link. Have you ever bought? I mean, outside of so we bought something together off of registry. I think two or three times now. But outside of like prior to us dating, have you ever bought anything off of a registry? I think prior to us dating, I've never been to a wedding. So no. Yeah. So no. I, I mean, think I've only been to one wedding, um, and I was younger. But now, like we had like six weddings this year. Two more to come, five next year. Like, I, I, this is my our time for weddings. I just don't feel like niggas are gonna shop off the registry, but I really had a blast doing it. And then, <laughs> what was funny was the lady that was helping us when she like, she kind of tapped me and she was like, "I mean, it was a black chick and she was very nice, but she was like, I mean, let's let's keep it real now. Your people got this. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, you think you should be, you know, just." Just getting the six hundred dollar blender, like you think y'all got it like that, and I was like, "Hold up, ho. I don't, you know. don't know us." No, she does, cause I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who in my family is gonna buy that shit. But they I, would buy, they probably wouldn't buy it for us, but they would buy it for you. I rang that shit up though. Somebody, hey, you gonna think about it? Yeah, but that was really fun. So like, there are events and things that you can do like when you're engaged that are free, and they'll show you the, just show you around like how your wedding planning should be how registering should be those things are fun yeah this other shit y'all can have i don't want to do nothing else i mean i, I just, just don't even to like to, to think about that stuff <laughs> like i can't that's all the way to go to really like you were asking me about just family dynamics in general and i think it's pretty cool that i mean you didn't obviously grow up in a small town but a lot of your family's from a small town but before we go on to this What's i would just like to make a disclaimer what don't assume you're getting a plus one at my wedding Please definitely don't assume that you're invited to the wedding. Mm. Um, anything else I leave out? You know, I, I'm just here. Oh, and definitely don't assume all your kids gonna come. Who who would assume that? I'm just saying. I'm, that's what people do. Most people don't even like bring their kids to weddings. No, that's not true. Well, some people get insulted if they have to leave their kids at home. People uh, do mean, get insulted by that. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Some people but I just can't don't. separate from their kids, and like, why would she ask me to do that? Girl, I don't even know your child. Yeah, I'm gonna move on because you talking about people's kids. <laughs> With the wedding stuff, though, you were you were talking to me about uh, the family dynamic. About oh just... yes, I was asking you um, what it was like when your mom brought home your Nigerian father to her country town in Tennessee. And as soon as you asked me that. I thought about my uncle that did just pass away, and like I've never actually talked to my parents about. It. I guess it wasn't a big thing, because mm-hmm. really, I mean, I, I I don't think so. Like I I've never heard anything about it. My parents can't hold water. <laughs> like I know way too much. I know about their like dates to the like Bill Bev DeVoe concert, and oh lord, I know that one time my parents oh, I shouldn't say this, but I know one time my parents were drinking and drive. Well, my dad was drinking and driving. After yep, like after like a party or something, and my parents switched seats when they got pulled over. They tell you everything. I mean, I'm just really impressed to see my parents switch seats, like in a Camry. 
Now, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall that day. Yeah, but I mean, they tell me way too much, and I just, I can't, I can't think of anything awkward they've ever said. But I mean, thinking about like hearing some of your family members say, oh, Tony, it's going to be pretty funny. Oh, gosh. Oh, I just dropped my last name on the podcast. I got to edit that out. <laughs> to hear my family say your last name, when you said it to my papa, he was like, he made this face like, what? Like, let's write this out. Let's sound it out a couple times. Let's go slow. I think the fact that you have a pawpaw tells the listeners about how small, like, where okay. your family's probably yeah, from. Yeah, about the same size as where your family's from. Boo. I don't have no pawpaw. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder how it'll be, like, when y'all are going through, like, the traditional things. I think people are definitely, like, so my parents didn't get married. Yeah. They, oh, I mean, uh, they got married. They, they didn't got have married, a wedding. They eloped. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess... Seeing the cultural stuff would have been different. And I still have some, like, family members when they see Nigerian food, they're like, I'm not eating that. Don't know what they're missing out on. Oh, uh, no. My family's not that. Now, yeah. they love um, some dry soup. <laughs> they love some dry soup. So, I mean, yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. It'll be an interesting experience. I really have no, like, I have no, no gauge, expectations, like, like of what is going to happen. Yeah. It'll be fun, I'm sure. Yeah, Nigeria makes the country. This would <laughs> right. be great. But since we're talking All the about cognac flowing. Oh yeah, cognac <laughs> definitely be fine. Uh, flowing Hennessy everywhere. I'm Crown. Little Crown is it, is Crown cognac? Either way, it'll be flowing. Well, I'm just saying like that's gonna be there. <laughs> that's what my country folk like. Oh uh, okay, do say <laughs> going too. Um, and since we're talking about relationship stuff, I actually want to transition to um something that. Something that, I, I mean, I just was completely unaware of a lot of this stuff. But it was things you just don't realize until you, like, live with a significant other. And not really about you. Not, like, like snoring or anything like that. But stuff like... Uh, you didn't have to tell the people I snore. I think anybody who knows you or has slept in the same building as you knows you snore. Okay, you're a little... Brave. All of 3G knows you snore. All right, okay. But things like grooming-wise... I mean, my skin and hair has never been better. Like I know, because you use all of my products. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Wash Wednesdays. You and feel niggas me? don't ever replace them. They Deep, just use. That shit high. <laughs> well, don't you think it's high for me when I'm uh, having to buy for both of us? But I mean, like, okay, so... If you're deep... Well, I mean, I guess you did cut your hair, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, now you're deep conditioning and all that I shit. I am. I'm on it. Deep conditioning, exfoliate, I'm on everything. Yeah, no. But I'm saying with the hair conditioner, so you cut your hair recently. But prior to that, like, I mean, we just weren't using, I was using like 10% of your hair products. Why would I replace them? Because that's still 10% too much. Man. <laughs> uh, shout out to the avocado oil. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? The uh, castor oil. I'm on all that. You ain't never heard of deep conditioning before. We got it. I haven't. I have. Well, I mean, I've heard of it, but I was. You've never done it. But when you think about women, like, for whatever reason, you don't think when women are, you know, rocking their natural hair, you don't think, oh, my hair is the exact, you know, mm -hmm. same thing. Or I'm, I've been natural or whatever. And so I be using all that shit. My shit, super soft. Silky, oh, don't I know it. Silky soft, you feel me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey. Also, you don't know about their cleaning habits until you live together. That's, it seems like you're about to slander me, so I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> So all my homies out there that are single, you know what I'm saying? If you, you know, you know, lock something down for like a couple of weeks, ask her about her hair care regimen. You feel me? 
If so they can benefit. Well, so you can benefit. I mean, don't be worried about them. They they live and they got their stuff together. You you prosper, young king. The men are benefiting. The women, oh, yeah, however, yeah. just go just go ahead and keep buying that fifteen dollar conditioner. Well, if you don't live with them, I'm sure you have to buy it yourself. I just have the benefit of you know living stealing. with. I mean, living with such a wonderful woman. That's yeah, what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah, stealing. Great. Whatever. What is there anything that you learned? After I living with your significant My cleaning habits are A1. I'm sorry, come again? My cleaning habits are A1. <laughs> All right. Um, you do cook more than me, though. My, why are you shitting on my cleaning habits? I'm not like a dirty nigga. I don't think you're dirty, but they can they can um, come up a little bit. You know, I just like how she can live. I'm not here for like that. Like modern homes, that never worked hmm. for me because I feel like, how do you live in that? Like, there's a super minimalistic houses and like homes like i need my house to feel lived in yeah yeah it you, feels you got that experience on your side of the bed very lived over there I, well making up a bed is just a it's just a stupid concept it is not it is like what what is it helps your room look put together the room that i'm leaving until i'm coming back to sleep in and then i got sometimes gotta, you don't sleep in there then i gotta untuck it i gotta move the pillows like if I just get up and leave it how I want it, when I come back, it's ready for me. Stop making excuses on how to look presentable. It's my room. Shouldn't nobody be in there? I'm in there, and I need it to look presentable. Bruh, it, it, you're tripping. Do they do that in foreign countries? Like, is that, a, is that a thing? Everybody does it but you. I don't think so. Lazy. I think, whatever. Well, so we've already, you know, cast out the bag. We've already previously recorded an episode before, but Raven told me it was slaw, mm-hmm. and so we deleted it. And but as your manager. Whatever. But I am I happy. I have to look out for you. Okay. I am happy, though, that we put this off because I know, you know, just looking at the, st- the statistics about my listeners and the, they're a little bit of everywhere. I know the On the Run Tour is, like, pretty out there now, and people have seen it. It wrapped up last week. Oh, that was the last show? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Seattle. Why is she repping in Seattle? Or why did they rep it in Seattle? It looks fire, y'all. Was I mean, is there a significance to Seattle? No, it's just the end of it. Oh, okay. Well, um, it was my first time seeing Beyonce live. I've seen Jay Z live before, I think once. But oh, it, so you got your life. <laughs> did you get that from what I was saying? I mean, you watched Beyonce perform, so that's what you got. Well, I'm just trying to intro the topic. Oh, okay. But right. um, I'm trying to help you get there. Well, okay. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we went to see the On the Run 2 tour, and uh, it was my first time seeing Beyonce live. And I'm, I've been a critic of Beyonce in the past, um, but what I realized, and especially, the, I mean, the concert was awesome. So what I really took away was I'm a critic of the Beehive. But, I mean, before we get into the Beehive, what did you think about the concert in general? It was everything. It gave me life just like it gave you yours. Just everything was top notch from the lighting to the choreography to the cinematography, the concept, the ideas. Everything was top notch. Beyonce is hands down the best performer alive. So two people performed, two like really great performers performed. Um, Jay-Z was also great. He surprised me. I mean, he's almost 50. Like He surprised me. And... He he did a great job. He not w- knocking him, not taking anything from him. But she's the best performer 
around, like alive. He he blew me away because I just wasn't expecting. Like I thought he was gonna get washed completely, and obviously Beyonce is a different type of performer than Jay Z. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, he, I just really felt like he held his own. He definitely had his moments. I was really blown away by the wardrobe changes. I just didn't expect him to, to change that. <laughs> Why much. he had more than B? That was crazy <laughs> to me. I just really you know like I just wasn't expecting that. But I mean, both of them were amazing. Beyonce, I mean. She's a performer, real like, and then I did get in my whole bag though. This you, I was impressed with the amount of whole lyrics you knew. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Um, but with Beyonce, and I know this is gonna sound away, but Beyonce is like not in prime condition right now. Like this isn't like you what think. You, mean? you think this is her prime right now? What do you mean by prime condition? So I don't think Beyonce is in her prime. Like I don't think like this is. So what what do I consider her prime? Probably um, um, single ladies around that era. That's her prime. I would say prime? so. Okay, so you're saying it as if she's dwindling off. No, 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 no. So I mean, you have people like I think LeBron has passed his prime, but he's still the best player in the NBA. I don't. I'm not taking anything away from her, but I'm saying to see her perform and be able to keep upkeep that energy and go crazy like that. She's been performing for. And keep in mind, my nigga just dropped twins on y'all. But keep, but I mean, you have to realize she's been performing for twenty years. It. Twenty years, and you're not a rapper. When you perform for twenty years and you're singing and dancing like that, like to be able to still do it at that level is crazy. For hours, because I was performing as well, and I was tired of saying. Now who's getting over is DJ fucking Khaled. Now. He is. He I've is never, getting over. I never thought that I was a good dancer until I watched that. Mm mm. I mean, DJ Khaled, and I mean, I guess in certain cities where he's bringing out artists, he kind of has a different effect, but he didn't bring out anybody in Nashville. What's the call? That nigga straight mumbled. Like, didn't know the words to his own songs. What was the song? I want to say, um, I shouldn't have to fuck for free. He said, na, 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 who was dancing the whole time. She, <laughs> she should have been did. getting the money. <laughs> she outdid Khaled. Because she was turned up. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous that he's getting paid for this. He's getting paid a dime. He got paid to mumble. I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous. And then his little kiki, do you love me? That dance. I was like, damn, I thought I was bad. The biggest flaw in the entire concert was the people I went with, you being one of them. Hmm? Well, when we went in... You all proceed to look at your tickets and then ignore them. Mm-hmm. And you walked down to the closest seats available, which mm-hmm. we knew weren't ours, and sat there. And not only did y'all sit there, y'all didn't sit to where I was on the inside. Y'all sat me on the outside. <laughs> so every time somebody comes down, I'm sitting there looking at them like, damn, damn, are these going to be the people who say I'm in their seats? And then what type of energy are they going to have? I can match it. I mean, if it's a guy, like, I don't, like, I you can't be the person that matches it. So it's like, I'm about to get the fight for these seats that, that I didn't need. <laughs> that you know like, our seats hours. were perfectly fine. <laughs> like, it wasn't like we had terrible seats. Y'all just were like. These are a little bit better. It was ridiculous. And, I mean, that took away until, like, I mean, once we got, like, an hour into B&J. An yeah, an hour in. Because people still kept popping up for the longest. But once we got into, like, an hour in, I was finally like, you look, if you ain't here yet, then you'll you be all right. Cool. And then that white couple, like, with all their kids came down, and I'm for sure that we were in their seats. But they were just, like, afraid to say something. And their mother was so drunk. That's <laughs> probably a big factor, twisted. too. twisted. Yeah. Like, gone. But, I mean. I was like, damn. All this. 
But I was blown away. I mean, they have the And I'm best. so appreciative if they didn't say the N-word. Oh, yeah. A lot, they did skip over it on all the songs. I don't think they knew words in general. No, she knew a lot of the wife knew a lot of the words. Oh, of really? The husband didn't. And I'm just happy. Like, when you go to a concert, like when we went to that J. Cole concert and all the uh, white people around us was like, when the N-words fly. Just fly. Like, that ruins the experience yeah, for me. Because I'm like, I just want to. I just get angry. Especially with people like Cole who are talking about, like, white people. That's right. also, that's weird, but I mean... They just missed the whole point. Yeah, but back to Beyonce and Jay-Z, they have just an elite team around them. Like, their careers and what they've done stand for themselves, mm-hmm. but their entire staff around them, like you were saying, everything is perfect. Like, there were times when Beyonce would be super close to us. Mm-hmm. And so I would look down, you know what I mean? I would look at her, like, with my own eyes and look right at her and just the way the light hits her outfits, the fans, the um, the way sometimes the fans are spraying water to give certain effects. And then you look up at the screen and it's, like, a completely different right. show. And it's just... More effects and everything. It's I mean, like, everything was amazing. I did think early on, my early MVP, like, I, if it was a sport, the first half of the season, my MVP of the show was the white uh, backup dancer. She was killing that shit. But then I felt the way I felt bad for her because once they got into the lemonade bag that has kind of the Black Panther theme, they didn't let her dance, bro. Well, you said Black Panther theme. I mean, I just felt bad for her because I was like, she was doing so good. Mm-hmm. That's a little petty. They could have let her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. No? Black Panther theme. Okay. But I mean, you was, that is you lemon- had us in sin- You had That's us lemonade, single right? Night. You had us at Single Ladies. Is that Lemonade? Um, yeah, like formation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I will say since then, I've noticed that I'm more receptive to Beyonce's music because I think I've just fought it for so long for whatever reason. Because you're a hater. But it's okay. Well, that's not the reason. I'll get to the reason. But I recently just watched the Coachella or the Beachella, as I like to call it, and I was impressed with that. Because I didn't see nobody else there. Really. Well, you didn't go. Okay, well, I watched it on YouTube. Boo. You just watched her perform. Why would you? That's all I needed to see. Well, okay. So since we're here and you're doing this, Mm -hmm. the reason I've like avoided or just had a disdain for Beyonce. Yes, hater. Is the beehive. Y'all are ridiculous. Here we go with this slanderous behavior. So you think like you don't think the beehive is like irrational? The only time they were irrational was that whole big thing. They didn't have to adjust the man's Wikipedia page. Okay. So that, I mean. That's the only time you feel like they're ridiculous? Yeah, what else they do? You don't think the Rachel Ray situation was ridiculous? Okay, well, that's, um, are you talking about Rachel Ray or Rachel Roy? So, or? for the listeners, I'm sure most of you are aware, but um, back when Lemonade came out and Beyonce addressed, you know, whoever um, Jay-Z was allegedly uh, had an affair with, and she referenced Becky with the good hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel Roy, who actually is the ex-wife, I believe, mm-hmm. of, of Dame, uh, Dash. Dame Dash, suggested that she was Becky with the good hair. She posted right after it came out, like, something along the lines of good hair here, but some, some, some. I don't know. But the bitch should just just kept it quiet, minded her own business. And so the beehive is so ridiculous. Is that ridiculous? That's ridiculous that you don't take the time to even investigate whose life you want to ruin. And so well, nobody told of, her to comment. Well, you well, thousands of Beehive members missed the mark and didn't even attack 
Rachel Roy. They attacked the <laughs> cook. The, t- the daytime lady, the daytime television lady who cooks for people. Okay, she just trying to give us 20-minute meals. She's just trying to be nice. <laughs> nice little white lady that's been on TV all my childhood. And and y'all just sitting here in her in her um, social media just attacking and berating this woman. You don't think that was ridiculous? They just missed their cue a little bit. Ridiculous. <laughs> I guess also, they said anybody can get it. Also, God rest her soul, that Aretha Franklin shit was ridiculous. What Aretha Franklin? So, I mean, it Dang. was along the time of high school. Aretha Franklin wanted to, um, she wanted to do an album of all of, like, the divas. She was just re-singing all of their songs. And do you know y'all, like, <laughs> attacked Aretha Franklin because she wanted to sing Bootylicious? Which yes, isn't even. <laughs> <laughs> she would have killed Bootylicious. And my parents were bootylicious for your back. I don't know if she was like age appropriate. <laughs> no, no. But why, you know, why would she want to do that? I mean, she did like touch my body and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, apparently y'all were so aggressive that she didn't even do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Um, I don't want to hear Aretha say she bootylicious. Y'all can't. Who, <laughs> like who are y'all? somebody grandma saying they bootylicious. I don't want to hear that. Who is the beehive to tell Aretha Franklin what they can and can't sing? You want to hear Aretha sing bootylicious? I'm not going to. I ain't listening to none of that Girl, shit, but I'm going to let her do. Sing Grace. Damn. That's fucked up. Don't about, nobody want to hear that. Then, then we've talked about this before, and I didn't know until I started preparing for today's episode because you never mentioned it. And I realize you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. But when they attacked Kim Kardashian, that shit was petty. When they do that? Kim Kardashian posted lyrics. The same thing all you regular ass beehive oh, members be doing. Oh, at the concert? No, no, not recently. This was, I was about to say, because she did not post a lyric, because I don't know what the hell she was singing. The, some years ago, she posted lyrics to like Beyonce's new music. And y'all started a petition for Beyonce to not attend her wedding. Oh, I don't recall that. You probably I don't remember signed. that. I wish I could go find the document. You, I'm not that person. I'm not that ridiculous. I'm not about to be on nobody's Wikipedia. I'm not signing no damn stupid petitions. I'm so not you that. Don't, so you do think the Beehive can be ridiculous? I think it's funny. No. <laughs> it, was a, it was a yes or no question. Do you think the Beehive is ridiculous? Sometimes it's warranted. We did not need Aretha to sing Bootylicious. We None didn't of those that. things we went over They saved us, really. It wouldn't have bothered anybody. It would have bothered the hell out of me. Little Aretha just trying, baby Aretha just trying to go on tour. Okay, now I know Aretha is a legend, but we're not gonna sit here and just act like she just makes great sound decisions. What? Like the time she wanted Halle Berry to play her in a movie. Halle Berry, my guy. <laughs> what? No. I mean, okay, so then when Halle Berry said that um, she needs she needed someone to sing, she was like, Ugh. like look down on her, like. Mm. She couldn't be challenged. She's not a good actress because she didn't want to be challenged. And if someone suggested, okay, so maybe you should go along the lines of like Jennifer Hudson. She's like, uh, uh, really? Uh, yes, like you just like. Uh, I mean, you're deflecting. This has nothing to do with the Beehive, but I mean, either way, if uh, well, I was just talking about Aretha. If you but, were if <laughs> if somebody was gonna do a biopic on your life, who would you want to play you? Me. Yeah. Me, shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who would I get to play? I might as well get paid twice. I know that I'm not going to have Halle Berry play me. Like, you can at least come to, like, somebody who, like, is your skin tone. I mean, I guess. But I want you to really think about this. Like, who would you get to play you? Mm-hmm. I do have to think about this. 
What's the younger um, sister in Black Panther? Zuri? Mm-hmm. That's who you get to play? She could play me. You don't, I mean, okay. I don't think y'all resemble at all. Well, like, we don't have to look exactly alike. I you don't know, know anyone I, that looks like me. You know who I might let play me? Who, child? I mean, and he's older than me. But uh, Kenan Thompson? No. Mm-mm. What about, the, oh, no, no, no. The dude who played Umbaku. Are you done? I don't know his Are real you name. Done? The dude who played Umbaku could play me. Uh, Umbaku from yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, from Wakanda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Black Panther. <laughs> Black, I don't know why I just went with that from Wakanda. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. I know it. I just can't think of it. Yeah. Winston Duke is his yeah. name. I would let Winston Duke play me. I, I mean. He don't I, look like you. But, I mean, I don't think it's out of, like, the realm of possibilities. I'm sure people will, are definitely going to let me know who they think could play me. Hmm. I don't know who could play me. I would just have to leave that. It would be an open casting. Mm, very open. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely too tall. Winston Duke is 6'4". Yeah. Too tall. Uh, well, he can do a Nigerian accent. I don't have a Nigerian accent. I mean, you switch it up sometimes. When do you when do you talk to me and I have a Nigerian accent? When you like to play. <laughs> now my Nigerian accent is very slow, but I'm working on it. I'm developing. Yeah, I don't know who I would let play me in a movie. Slick the little kid. Well, he's not a little kid anymore. The dude from uh, Full House, not Full House. That's way off. Um, Raven's brother on. I uh, knew you were gonna say that. Oh, you don't like him as actor. No, he's cool. I just knew you were going to say that. He's actually a terrible actor, actually. I take that back. I don't know anything other than that's a raven, so. I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Um, On a more, uh, oof, definitely a heavier topic. Um, On previous episodes, we had talked about uh, Kavanaugh and his sexual assault um, mm. Fuck Kavanaugh, fuck Trump, and the clique they claim. Okay. On previous episodes, we talked about Kavanaugh and, um, you know, his entire process of being confirmed and uh, appointed one of the Supreme Court justices. Yeah, his whole ass. Mm-hmm. And um, more recently, the sexual assault scandal has come out. I'm sure you're aware of it. But a question I had that just stemmed off that, and I don't ask this, I guess, in the same light as him because I feel like with him, it should be investigated. Like, it's ridiculous. That it, shouldn't, it isn't or it wasn't thoroughly investigated. And, um, I mean, I just feel like his temperament in general and the way he's handled this is kind of... Trash. Yeah, I mean, it just it just, it didn't paint him in a good picture, and especially for somebody that's going to be, you know, deciding the future of our country mm-hmm. for a lifetime, or for go the rest vote. of his lifetime, I guess. Go vote, go vote, go vote. Yeah, but my, well, my question to you, and I wanted to make sure I wait until I had another woman, well, a woman on here to talk about it, and I could have talked about it last week with Maya, but with you, I just wanted to know... Do you think sexual assault victims should have to prove that their sexual assaults took place? What do you mean prove? Do you mean like the DNA test? I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't even know. Like or it's kind of an open test. thing. Like a op- I mean, I think that you should. If it was me, I would want to do the rape kit test and all of that just to prove it. But in some states, you do have to keep 
um, you do have to pay for your rape kit test. And Are you, you do, serious? Mm-hmm. And you also have to pay to keep them, um, because to keep them relevant in court. So there are some states where, or there are some places like where your case isn't going to be solved immediately. And so you have to continue to pay and pay and pay to keep that evidence relevant. It, do you, well, I'm looking it up, but do you mean like, well, I just saw where they, yeah, I just saw a victim. I just saw where a U.S. Uh, victim was made to pay for part of their medical bill. But I just don't, I don't, do you think that really happens if, like, there's an open investigation? Like, you have to pay for your rape kit? Like, wouldn't that be covered? Not pay for the rape kit, but keep it. Paid for it to stay. Stay relevant. Um, I feel like we have to look into that. Like, I just don't, I just can't believe that. Yeah, you told me that when I read it and told you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we've already um, done that. But, I mean, I'm not even necessarily speaking on things like that because when victims of assault come straight, you know, straightforward right as it happens, I feel like that's pretty, you know, a lot easier to deal with. I'm talking about situations like this where you've probably addressed it with some close loved ones and in therapy, but, you know, you don't gather the strength for 10 or 15 years, which they have every right to, like, it's obviously yeah, whenever you're Yeah, because you can just be like, um, Kavanaugh's a victim, and you tell everyone, you present yourself to the world... And, and then you have on. the fucking president of the United States mock you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. And that's super sad, especially somebody who has daughters. But I mean, like, He's I want to, I get, I get that. And I know that's definitely the light that made me think about that. But just if we could just remove, you know, those things from the equation, just talk about like in general. I don't know if you have to, I don't I feel like it's messed up to say you have to prove it. But there just has to be some type of, like, legitimacy, like, to it that you can even, like, offer up when you, you know, when you come in and you make those allegations to people. Like, I feel like that is unfair to people. Like, I think Donald Trump is ridiculous for saying this is the this is the most dangerous time for men. And mm-hmm. I think Trevor Noah, I don't know if I sent you that, but Trevor Noah did a great breakdown on how. That's my guy. If you haven't read the book Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, then you definitely should. Yeah, I mean, and Trevor Noah broke it down um, beautifully as far as what he does when he kind of says things like that. And, I mean, I could be falling, you know, prey to that subconsciously. But in general, I'm just curious, like, how do you put, like, how do you, what what do you do? And, I mean, this is a very difficult thing. I'm not asking you, like, if you had to make this decision and you're the only thing we have to depend on or the only person we have to depend on in this situation. But I'm just saying, in general, how do you feel about that? Like, Because I think it's unfair. Like, It's completely unfair for some people who are innocent. We know that happens sometimes in these situations. Well, with things like that, you do have to prove it. Because I could make a claim that someone on the rant, like someone randomly in the street raped me. And if you have to prove it, because it just would be a hearsay she say. But say, I, she say. But I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think that how I don't think that's how it goes professionally or in the workplace. Like, if you go to to your job tomorrow and you're like, I was sexually assaulted or, you know, um, raped by this person. I don't feel like. I don't feel like there's a there's the benefit of the doubt is given. Like I don't feel like you don't think so. No, I'm a hundred percent sure. Especially if it's Not- a high profile job. Yeah, so at my job, someone um, did have a case against him. 
And they did have to prove it. It wasn't a, um, you just say it happened and you're fired. You have to prove that this happened because he could come back and sue the company. Yeah, I guess I'm, I, I guess more, I guess it's more of an issue with public figures than in everyday life. And I mean, I guess, you're like saying Trevor that Noah like, said in the grand scheme of things, for one, statistically, we, I mean, it's not even the the amount yeah. of people where it happens where it's actually they've been falsely accused. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so such a small number to where it actually happens. And the way the media kind of shows it to you, you would, it would have you believe that that's the everyday thing. But I mean, it right. just seems scary. Like if you if somebody got on on social media right now and was like, you know, I sexually assaulted them. I don't think you come back from that. Like, I don't think. No, I think there are people who do come back from it. If it's not true, you can come back from it. So if you say that I wasn't there on this day, I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know this person. This never what happened. What if you were there? Then I hope you are on your best behavior and other people saw it and you have witnesses. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just, I mean, I feel like it's such I a slippery I feel like there's slope. ways that you can prove that you're innocent. I don't know. I wish, um, I mean... I feel like there are ways, but I feel like, that, like, if you had sex with that person, I feel like you're fucked. Like, if, you know, you're out in a public event and mm-hmm. you and that person connect and y'all go back and, you know, y'all have a sexual... Um, I hope she gave consent, big fella. But, I mean, even if she did, if she gave consent, if she didn't, like, when you, like, if she decides... And then she said she was uncomfortable later. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like, that's scary. Aren't you glad you're not single? I am. <laughs> I am, because that's terrifying. Like Give I don't. Cons- but I don't know. There's just ways to carry you, carry yourself. Give con- like wait for a woman to give consent. Don't get her too drunk. Don't get her too high. Just always be respectful in a situation. Yeah. If you think if you think it might be wrong, then it's probably wrong. Yeah. I agree with all those situations. I think we're at a point where, in general, the people who want to be educated about those things are educated enough. But sometimes I just still think, like, now we're just in such a place as a society where those things, like, you're guilty until proven innocent in a lot of those situations now. And I hate... Yeah, sure. I don't think it's a lot of those situations, just in the few. Oh, okay, yeah. When I say a lot of those situations, I guess I mean for celebrities. And I mean that's not really my problem, but... Yeah, but I hate when people try to use that argument with Bill Cosby, all nasty ass. I mean, with Bill Cosby, how many women did he get up to? 60. So if, so even if we said that half of those women are lying. There's still 30 that's women. That's still 30 yeah. women. I mean, that the argument disgusting. for Bill Cosby is ridiculous at this point, especially because he said out of his own mm-hmm. mouth. He already said it was yeah, true. He, yeah, so I mean, I don't really feel for him. And I was hoping that... Um, that story in the prison with the fake story where they said that with a chicken someone patty? threw a chicken patty at him. Like, I was hoping they said it was real, but it was fake. I mean, the story was they smacked him with a chicken patty. That was a little ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, who, who you know wastes chicken? I mean, who has ever been <laughs> smacked by a chicken patty? Like, I don't know. I just Wasting thought that was ridiculous. Food. I mean, it's prison food. It's not good food. I can say. I mean, with, what shit? They ain't have anything else to eat. I can say with absolute certainty, it's not good food. It I might mean, be all right. A prison. First off, it's a chicken patty. Have you ever had a good chicken patty in your life? Chick-fil-A? It's not a chicken patty. It's Chick-fil-A. That's a chicken filet. 
Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a chicken. Yes, we used to have um, the chicken sandwiches at school. You felt like those were good? Like, you felt that was, like, good food? The frozen chicken patties, that the frozen fried chicken patties that they were serving you, you thought that was good food? I mean, I didn't think it was, like, five-star, but it it was okay. Oh, well, okay. I guess he got slept with good food then. Allegedly got slept with good food. It was food. If the, I mean, And I know standards. that they're not going to eat nothing else that day. I mean, based on the quality of the food, I'm sure they still would eat I it. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't judge food because I think Ruth's Chris is nasty. Well, not nasty. Nasty? Oh, but just overrated. Say, yeah, it's definitely overrated, but I wouldn't say nasty by any Yeah, stretch. it's not nasty, but I'm just like, why did I pay for this? Oh, yeah, yeah. The pricing for this stuff is ridiculous, especially since everything is a la carte. And that macaroni and cheese so damn dry. It hurt your damn throat. Well, I mean, I'm not ordering macaroni and cheese at Root Chris. I know what I'm getting myself into with that. I mean, why not? And this last topic is something that I know you... (laughs) I know how you feel about it already, and and (laughs) I'm I'm nervous to even bring it up. I'm not bigging this person up at all, but I just feel like you're not going to let me get anything out. Oh, God. Who? Kanye. May he rest in peace. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. So that's the thing. That's what a lot of people are saying, and I, mm-hmm. I feel completely differently. So Why? Kanye, for those who don't know, has probably been my favorite artist of my lifetime. But I used to like him too. And so a lot of people feel like he's he's not um, himself, but I feel like there's much more of him still there than there ever was. Now, one thing that was alarming was this past weekend, he did uh, SNL. Did okay. you see the performances? I didn't see the performances. I don't support him. I Every time I see him on my timeline, I'm just like, fuck you. So, I mean, his performances were bad. Oh, were they good? Yeah. I mean, like, if you're a negative person, nothing's good going to come from you. I don't think that's true. A negative person won the president of the United States. Like, he's the president of the United States. That's true. But, um, but nothing good comes from him. I mean, his family's probably okay with him. Like, they're probably in a good position. But, I mean, we're going off topic. What I was going to say with SNL, what really blew my mind was with the performances being bad, that's his bread and butter. Like, when all else is off, when nothing, when people are slandering him, his performances are normally, like... Good. That's normally his staple. Like, even when Yeezus first came out or... um, 808s and Heartbreaks, which are his only two albums that I feel like were just not as up to just, par. Well, just received a pretty bad, you know, yeah. um, review from Did just Ye the general public. Did Ye do good reviews? I don't I'm know. Not, I didn't I'm listen to really it. I'm not really discussing Ye. I mean, I think that was an awful album. Awful album. Not awful, but his worst album. Mm-hmm. Um, when those both first came out, I feel like people were disappointed in like, the masses, but if you went to the tours or, and saw either of them in concerts, mm-hmm. I mean, they're two of the best tours I've ever been to in my life. Those are better than a live, like, like the College Dropout is probably my favorite Kanye album. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of those tours were significantly better than that. I mean, of course, he was more established at the time, but his performances are what typically he can just, he can rely on those being good every time. And so for his performances to be getting bad, it really, I think, speaks towards where he is. And I mean, I think it was really good for him to be pushing his album back because I think he needs to, like, re- refresh and like really trying to figure this stuff out because he's in a bad space musically he realizing this trolling shit's not working i mean he still i mean he still talked about every everywhere i mean it's working 
But I think the difference is, I think the biggest difference with Kanye is there's been a shift in what he views as power, or is what he views as, like, the highest level of what he could be. He always talk when he always references what power is and what success is. He don't ever say anything or say anyone. But all white men. Yeah, and so, like, why are we talking about Steve Jobs? Like, why are we talking about Donald Trump? Fuck a Donald Trump. Well, I get. I mean, I get. I definitely because of their achievements, I get what he's saying. But I. But think, it's like he's like this fake shell, like fake person and a shell of himself. Like that Kanye voice. It's so it's the annoying. Most yeah, annoying yeah. shit in my life. He's just a bad speaker. I think he's just bad at conveying his thoughts. Yeah. So what we were trying to do, we were trying to make the make a gr- America great again hats. We we're trying to take that negative energy off of it. Like shut the fuck up. You sound it like yourself. <laughs> I don't sound like you didn't that. Sound any different? Damn. I thought I've been working on my accent. I mean, I don't know what accent that was. You just sounded like yourself when you did that. Well. Okay, scratch that. But he just really just sounds like this pompous, elitist, trash person when he he doesn't even sound like himself. How do you not even sound like yourself? Well, I think the thing is he's talking about things that he's not really informed on. And he's never been a great speaker. So when you're talking about things that you really don't understand, it shows because it just highlights the fact that you're a bad speaker. But... The reason I don't feel like he's that difference is I just feel like his focus is off now. I don't think his focus is bef- is what it is before as far as like being the greatest rapper um or being the you know greatest person in hip hop. Like I don't think that's I feel like he thinks that's behind him now. I think the goal is to just be more successful on more of a global scale and when he looks towards those people, those are the people that he thinks need to become his peers and who he needs to um you know appeal to. And if you look at how he's all, and I think it's, I think what people aren't discussing is this way more in line with what he's always been. If you look at Kanye when his focus was, you know, on hip hop, he's going to surround himself with all the people who are considered elite. You know, that's who he wants to be associated with. And he's appealing to the same things that their people appeal to. And now, as hurtful as it is, he's just doing the same thing with these white people. Like, people are constantly like, why is he going to TMZ? Why is he going to TMZ? Like, Celebrities hate TMZ. Mm-hmm. It's because Harvey's like friends with Donald Trump. That's why Go he's going to TMZ. It. That's why he's going on SNL because he knows that's what the white audience mm-hmm. and the people that um, Go for it because that's who's going to buy them ugly ass Yeezys. I mean, niggas is going to copy Yeezys. Who? You don't think black, you think black people are going to stop buying Yeezys? Black people need to stop supporting him altogether. I didn't ask you. That. Just, I asked you, do you think I'm, they're going to? If they want to, but I just feel like why would you support some Somebody in any capacity that does not support you. Because my shoes, because those Yeezys going to resell for $500 or $600. And you I don't, don't give flex. a fuck. I mean, I'm like, not, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have any Yeezys, well, anymore. But, I mean, I still think people are going to buy those Yeezys. But, I mean, they I shouldn't, don't know. But I'm just saying they shouldn't. I just think. Just like I feel like we shouldn't support this shit. Like, okay, if you want to go on TMZ, fine. I'm not going on TMZ. And, and I'm certainly not looking for you. Well, I mean, he's going to always say I'm not going to listen to your shit. He's always... I'm, I'm probably going to listen to Yandy. I probably won't listen the first week. I'm not listening to Or shit. I really want to learn how to legally download music again so I don't have to, like, support... Support his streams. Yeah. I, I just can't support that. Like, I, I'm not going to support anybody that is this big of a coon. I don't... I mean, a coon is... I mean, if that's how you feel, then that's fine. I don't, I don't think anybody can just outright dispute 
that thought. But I just feel like, I mean, it's hurtful to realize, but I just think for the first time I'm realizing that what I always viewed to be him as a person, like his views and his opinions are more of just how he moves strategically. Like he's more of a person who aligns Mm -hmm. himself with what he thinks the people he's trying to appeal to feel passionately about. Just trying to troll. He already And so he's, I mean, I don't even think it's trolling. Like I think, I think, I don't think Kanye, I think Kanye is illiterate. Like I don't think he, because trolling is one of those terms that our, our generation uses that doesn't have a real definition. Like, no, I think everybody trolling. says troll anytime you say something on social media and then you don't stand on it, you just chicken shit out. Or if you're just playing on like it has no, such a I wide think that trolling has a meaning. I think it's exactly what he's doing. Just trying to do anything to get mentioned, to get recognized. I don't think he believed this shit. He might believe it. I don't care, but I just don't think he does. I think he's just trying to get recognized. Because there's no there's no way anybody with half of a brain could wear Trump's hat and just say he changed the brim to get the negative energy out of it. There's no way. He literally just wants a reaction and he really just wants people to talk about him. There's half a country that feels, you know, like positively towards Trump. I think he, I don't think he's like faking it. I think he believes this stuff. Okay, well, believe it over there. Keep that, I think he believes keep that he's shit a, in a martyr. No, just sit the fuck down. I mean... Either way, I'm going to pray for Kanye because he needs it. I'm not. That's a little hurtful. You can't pray for Ye? For what? He made Jesus walk. He's never going to fail. He's failing now. Or is it going to hell? I'm so he, bad with these lyrics. I made Jesus walk. I thought that was Chance. That's it. No, no. I met Kanye West. I'm never going to fail. Yeah. No, that's wrong too. Either way, let's stop with this no, lyrics. Yeah, fuck it. I told Shit, people I last week how bad I was. Okay, because if that was my top five, then shit. If it wasn't. It's, if it's not ABC, then I'm getting shot. I could that's get all, that that's Kanye the only off. songs I know. I could get that Kanye off if I was like just going through the whole song, but with it in the background, of course. Damn. He gave us Ultra Light Beam and then turned out it to be a coon. Mm, may he rest in peace. But with, um, I'm going to go ahead and get into your drink rating because I'm pretty impressed. The slushy, the slushy factor kind of takes it over the top. But the fact that it melts and gets a little water kind of brings it right back down. Mm. But the cran mango, mango and the douce really set it off, and then mm. the splash of orange juice. So I'm gonna give you a solid eight on a Killamilla. That's an eighty. That's a good score. Eight out of ten. I needed a nine to okay. make an A. Well, it was an eight out of ten, and um, I want to thank my listeners for tuning in. Thank you for that rating. Oh, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You just seemed a little unappreciative, but I mean, the random it, change of heart. I mean, just, you know, I'm just trying to thank my haters because it was definitely a 10 out of 10. But, you know, it's okay. It's always going to be one Kanye in the bunch. But thank you so much. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, now I got to get the Beehive OU. Change I mean, all your damn. Um, I mean, yeah. Just fuck up my life for no reason. Podcast. That's, that's what they be on. But I definitely want to shout out the listeners and thank you for. Uh, your support last week was crazy. It was like my numbers were last year ridiculous. Like I've never done numbers like that. So to see the growth has been dope. Uh, please keep liking, rating, sharing, reviewing, doing all that. Send in any topics or birthday shout outs or just hit me up to chat or just talk about random shit. Um, on social media, on all platforms, we're at underscore me and the homies. And if you even want to shoot in an email for us to read and discuss um, 
and I'll kind of curate it to whatever guests I'm going to have to make sure we look out for you. Uh, the email for the podcast is me and the homies podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Raven, thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Did welcome. you, did you want to plug anything? You have like any no. upcoming events? Nope. You don't want to shout out your garden or nothing? Oh yes. My garden is flourishing. It's Tomatoes. A it's a lot to be on a Bell patio. pepper. What else you got? Watermelon, my nigga. Now we're reaching. I have four. Don't do that. I, I mean, have four watermelon. We haven't gotten a full watermelon. Okay, yet. where they're growing. Okay, shout yeah. out to the watermelons. I feel mm-hmm. you. What Jalapenos. Else you got? Jalapenos. I see you. What else I got? I mean, that was a lot. Oh, okra. Okay. Mhm, mhm. I think that's about it. Okay. Besides, like plants. Well, thank you again for coming through. I really appreciate it. I really like we am had another... an old lady. <laughs> you are an old lady. I'm an old lady. I, I'm in a moo-moo. I got my garden. I got my book club. Thank you. are going to tell the people using a moo-moo. I was going to leave that alone. I didn't mention I that care. you had one on earlier. I don't care. Okay. I am not ashamed. I'm comfortable. Well, thank you. Do you have any birthday shout-outs? Oh, we have Maya and Hood this week. Yeah, happy birthday to Maya and happy birthday to Hood. Also, happy birthday to British. Happy birthday to Kayla. Happy birthday to the family, John. Uh, happy birthday to Jay Fields. Happy birthday, Brittany. Uh, happy birthday to the hometown heroes, Mookie Betts and uh, Petty. And uh, thank y'all for listening. Peace. Yes, it here now. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, homie. For me? Yeah. Happy birthday, homeboy. For me? Yeah. Make a wish.